Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. Today we have T.D. Jakes and he's talking about crushing and basically how it's good for us to be crushed in certain things because when we're that way, it brings about the best in us because we have to rely on God. For example, like he has a book and he talks about the the grapes being crushed into wine and how important that is because God changes our lives through the hard times. I know a lot of times we don't see hard times as a blessing, but in reality, they are a blessing because they do bring us closer to God if we turn to Him during those times. There's nothing like being in pain or or going through a difficult time to bring you to Jesus. Like, there just isn't. Like, there's nothing on this earth, no reading, no kind of classroom experience, nothing. Everything like when you actually go through the hard times is when you get closer to God, is when you draw, draw near to Him. It's when you need Him. It's when, you know, like the um, Footprints poem says, it's when He carries you. So it's important. And I'm not saying I love going through those hards. And I'm, saying not, I'm not even saying right now I want to go through those times because I don't. But I also know that through those times, God ministers to me in a different way than I ever have been before. Here's T.D. Jakes. You know, the funniest thing to me is that poor people think that rich people don't get crushed. They think that if they had money, they'd have everything. But crushing is the one thing in the world that you can count on to be totally unbiased. It is not one bit prejudice. If you're white, you get crushed. If you're black, you get crushed. If you're young, you get crushed. If you're old, you get crushed. If you're female, you get crushed. If you're male, you get crushed. If you make a lot of money, you get crushed. If you can't find a job, you get crushing. It's not prejudice. It comes to every person's life. We all experience seasons of death and desperation. Dreams dashed. Relationships crumble. Businesses fall. And it seems like you're going to die. Whether that business is a big corporate office, bringing in billions of dollars, reporting to its shareholders, or whether it's a mom and pop shop, a dry cleaning service, or a cupcake shop, you go through changes. It is the crushing that gives you wisdom. You cannot buy wisdom in a store. You cannot get it in a jar. It is the crushing that gives you wisdom. It is Nelson Mandela wrongfully in prison, shut up in a prison in the middle of an island for years, never knowing that while he was an inmate, having food shoved to him like a dog to eat off the ground, that he would be the president of South Africa. And if he had not endured the prison, he wouldn't make the presidency. It is the prison that created the presidency. That is what crushing is. It is the ability to endure the wisdom of the vintner. For the vintner knows exactly where to crush you. I know Nelson Mandela would not have picked such an unsavory place to be president. Most presidents don't go to jail to be president. They go to Yale to be president. <laughs> But not Nelson. Nelson went to jail and he still got there. You must believe that in spite of the suffering, you will still get there. Mm -hmm. 
that God has a watch and it never loses time. And he knows exactly when to raise you and exactly when to bring you out. And when the stage is set and the time is right, nobody can hold you down when God gets ready to raise you up. But the problem with the seed is that it can't think. So it doesn't understand the suffering and it doesn't understand the pain and it can't hear me. And sometimes the hardest part about being a preacher is that you want so much for the people to get it. And sometimes the people who need it the most, they really don't really hear you. That you're on course when you're off course. That you're planted when you thought you were buried. That the only way up is to go down. <laughs> that everything in the kingdom is backwards. That if you exalt yourself, he'll abase you. If you abase yourself, he'll exalt you. Death is necessary to create life. Jesus says, I come that you might have life and then dies. Because the cost of life was death. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That right now, those of you that are watching and those of you that are listening at me may be going through something that seems unbearable and painful and personal and difficult to articulate to anybody else because pain is always personal. How wrong. It's not right. It's not right. It wasn't right for my daughter to be pregnant. I'm a bishop seen all over the country. It's not right for us to have a private moment in a public place. It's not right that my mother, who was the smartest person I have ever seen in my life, would gradually have her mind peeled back like an onion until she couldn't tell a banana from an orange. It's not right. Sometimes it is necessary in order to cultivate in the vineyard. You have to disrupt the soil. You have to turn it over. You have to disrupt everything around it. You have to pull some weeds sometime. You got to uproot some plants. You have to cause this evil in order to get where you want to go. And it's messy and it's dirty and it's not right. But it's necessary. And we feel pain. And sometimes it's pain we don't even have anybody to talk to about. Private secret pain, pain locked up behind your lips, pain behind your makeup, pain behind your nice clothes. Sometimes you dress up to hide so nobody can see how deep down inside you're hurting. Intimacy is intimacy, and yet nobody sees intimacy. And so I paint this face of who you think I am and smile the way you want me to smile, and I perform for you, and that's the only reason I get tired of you because I yearn to take the mask off and be who I really am and say I am confused and I am hurting and I am suffering and this crushing feels like death. The death of my ideas is the birthing place of his purpose. God works in crushing and it pleased him to bruise him. It pleased God to bruise us, not because he is sadistic, not because we are masochotic. It pleases him to bruise us because he knows that the end result will put us in a state where we can no longer ferment, where we can handle a setback, a disappointment, where we can handle a hurt. See, wine doesn't spoil. It'll last for years and years and years in the dark, in the basement, in the cellar, because it's been through enough crushing to endure time. 
And you can tell when a person has been crushed because they are survivors. People who have been crushed are survivors. When my church emptied out and we were going through COVID and I had to preach in an empty building by myself, it was no problem because I started preaching in an empty building. And I don't need people in order to do what God called me to do. I don't need plots. I don't need clapping. I don't need shouting. I don't need dancing. I don't need an organ. All I need is what's in me. If God is inside of you, all crushing will do is push him out. And might I had this final remark, if Satan were smart, he would never push. Because if you never pushed me, I wouldn't secrete the glory. If you never pushed me, I would have never found out who I was. If you never pushed me, I would have never found out what I could do. If you never pushed me, I would have never found out what I could be. But the more we are afflicted, the Bible says, the more we grow. So if you feel like you're being afflicted and if you feel like you're dying and if you feel like he's pushing on you, hang in there. The best is yet to come. That was T.D. Jakes, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under T.D. Jakes, How God Turns Your Pain into Purpose, Sermon Series Crushing, TBN. You can also find out more information at tbn.org as well as tdjakes.org. Hope you have an amazing day today and that you know how much God loves you, that you are filled with his purpose and he has a great plan for your life and that you can live a 320 life in heaven. God bless you.